Hello everyone, Dustin Davis here. Welcome to Building Envelope Budget. So today, I'm going to talk about the present situation of Envelope Budget, and maybe a little bit about Enzolo. Um, I've been outside all day, it's a Saturday, I've been doing yard work, and I'm exhausted, and so I came to the grocery store to get some treats, some junk food, and we're going to go watch a movie. What's frustrating to me is how much more expensive everything has gotten. I just spent $20 for something that would have cost me 7 to $10 even just a year ago. I don't think Americans in general understand how inflation is a hidden tax. And I would recommend people to read The Creature from Jekyll Island. It's a really long book. If you want a good summary, uh, there's a book called Financial Fitness by Chris Brady and Orrin Woodward. And they talk about the offense and defense of personal finance. And then they talk about the playing field. And I think that playing field is a good summary of some of the content that's in The Creature from Jekyll Island. Um, inflation really is a tax, a hidden tax on Americans, and we just don't realize it. But anyway, present situation with envelope budget. I'll keep this short. This won't be a long one. Uh, I've got a handful of subscribers. When I say handful, I mean I can count on one hand on my fingers how many people log in regularly. And these are mainly lifetime users. So I'm not really making any money on it. And probably not even enough to cover what I'm spending on posting. But I've got everything. Uh, I've probably been working on it for six months or so, just updating things. I've got everything moved to a new server. It's all built with Docker and Docker Compose, so it's much easy for, easier for me to deploy and move to a new server if I ever need to. If I need to upgrade, if I start getting an influx of traffic, I can easily get a bigger server, and I've got everything scripted out to back up the database, restore the database. So um, as far as, like, the development environment, it's in a lot better place than it was. It's really easy for me to fix bugs and push them up. I've got new deploy scripts, so things are better there. Um, I did add a an API recently, and I, I, I did have an API, actually, with uh, Django REST framework, but I didn't like it. I didn't even like using it myself, and I'm not even sure how to publish it. And that Django REST framework is part of the problem. I'm struggling to upgrade from Django 1.8 to Django 1.9, where I really want to be up to the latest version, which is Django 4.2, I believe. Um, and so what I did, uh, I created a new API using Fast API, which is another Python language uh, or framework. Uh, I really like it, <coughs> but so I'm using the same database that I'm using so anything you do on fast API is reflected in you know in the desktop app uh, I don't know how much technical detail to go into but basically it works but there's some things I did in the initial uh, building of envelope budget that I didn't really need to do as far as the way I designed my database models that makes it a lot harder 
to do what I'm trying to do now to move it to fast API, if that makes sense. So, uh, so I'm about to commit the uh, cardinal sin and rewrite yet again. Um, but I don't, I often preach to people at work, never rewrite. I'm a big, I talked about this last episode, big proponent of don't ever rewrite your system. But I think this situation's a little bit different. Um, I don't have a lot of active users. Pretty much everyone has disappeared for better tools out there. And to be honest, the tools out there today are better. Um, they grew while I stagnated. So um, I think it's a good time to kind of revamp everything. And I, I wanted to just kind of keep my existing database and build around it, but I'm finding it very difficult and frustrating. And I think uh, I, I could build it just as fast without all the headaches of uh, trying to migrate uh, by just starting over and then migrating accounts for those who want to move it. I'll probably, and it's simple enough for me to keep the old one around. I'll probably just move it to a new domain like archive.envelopebudget.com for those who don't want to migrate to the new system. Um, but my goal is to make it better. And also, I'm planning on making it open source. Uh, I, I use a lot of open source software. Uh, like, for example, so I've got a Synology server, and I can spin up Docker instances of different things. And I'm running uh, Bitwarden, which is it's sort of like LastPass or KeePass, if you've used something like that. Um, but I can just host it myself. And all the tools that I use for Bitwarden, I can just point them to my server. Um, it, it keeps it, in my opinion, keeps it more secure because it's on my server. All my passwords are on my uh, server. Um, it's probably not for everyone because you have to know how to secure your own server. But if you know how to secure your own server, I think it's better to have it on-premise than out in the cloud, personally. I don't know. Probably not a big deal either way. But uh, I want to do something similar where you can... If you're tech-savvy and you want to host your own budgeting app and keep it on-premise on your own system, you can do that. You can download a Docker file and install it and run a budgeting app on your own server. I've had people email me and ask if there's a desktop version that doesn't talk to the Internet. Uh, this could be the case there. You could run it on your own computer, um, or you can... If you are not tech savvy, you can go to envelopebudget.com and be able to run it from there. Uh, likewise, I want to build a, a mobile app. And if you're using a mobile app, you should be able to point it to your own server or just connect to envelopebudget.com. So that's kind of my plans. I'm just getting started rewriting it. So I spun up, uh, I'll give a little information on the tech stack. Decided, I decided to go with Django again. I was thinking fast API. Uh, but the reason I really like Django, and it's been a long time, but it has an admin interface that's really great, and I miss using it a lot because I've had to build my own admin features at work, and it's just Django makes it so easy. So you get an admin interface, and you get user authentication built in. There's great libraries where I've already got I've already got the user authentication up and working. You can log in, log out 
reset your password and all those standard things you would do with authentication. It's all done already and it only took me a couple hours to get up and running and theme it the way I wanted to and that sort of thing. So um, the latest version of Django gives you a lot for free and I was going to use Fast API for the API uh, but I decided to go with uh, a package called Django Ninja which is someone that has that liked Fast API but wanted to integrate it into Django uh, and so it's like Fast API it's very similar but it's integrated nicely with Django and Django's authentication system so uh, that's where I've, I've already built some APIs with it and it's very fast and easy to use and it provides documentation so those who want to integrate with low budget developers and build plugins or different apps that use the data, they can do that with the API. Or if you just want to use the API, and this is what I do, this is why I wrote the API for the current envelope budget. If you have your own way of getting transactions, transaction data, you can use the API to import it. So I've got scripts that will connect to my bank using OFX Direct Connect. I'm fortunate that my credit union is still one of the few that still does that. Uh, and so it's an easy way to get my transactions. It's a lot easier than uh, Plaid. I've, I had to keep reconnecting probably every week to Plaid and it got frustrating. So I wrote my own script to pull my transactions and use the API to import them. And I've got another script that will log in to American Express and download transac the transaction file, parse it, and then upload it through the API. And then I've got one more script that will log into my Amazon account and my wife's Amazon account, go to our recent orders, and pull down the order information and upload those because I found that with our Amazon purchases, it was hard to track down what we ordered and tie it to an order number and then look at it was just a long, cumbersome process. So now I have a script that will just go get those and automatically import them into my budget and I can match them up with the, the card transactions uh, kind of matches automatically so yeah that's what the API can be used for it can be used for lots of different things but that's where I'm at now I've just started on this project so um, and that's mainly why I started this podcast is to kind of talk about uh, what I'm working on and plans for the future and so I will try to keep up regularly and discuss you know current things that i've done to get closer to launching this thing uh like i said i just started the rewrite this week um so not even it hasn't even been a week yet so uh wish me luck and hopefully we'll build something great and those who you know in the past i've had people reach out to me and ask how they can help contribute and i didn't really have a good way to get them in the repo to contribute so this way it'll be open source they can add features they want and if it's a good feature and they want to push it back into the main system they can submit a pull request and they can add it to the system so this will be kind of a opportunity for those who are interested to also add to uh, envelope budget and build their own features into it and if the community likes it we can add it for everyone so yeah that's my plan i hope it works out and I will talk to you again soon. Thanks for joining me.